0: Football is back, and BetOnline is your number one information source for all your sports wagering info with all the -the up-to-the-minute stats, news, scores, and matchup breakdowns. Get the latest game odds, spreads, and totals from the NFL and college football at your fingertips with BetOnline's real-time updates on statistics, news, and odds. From week one all the way to the college football playoff and Super Bowl, BetOnline gives you access to the best football promotions and contests available anywhere online head over to the website today or use your mobile device to get in on the action. Remember to use the promo code believe that's B L E A V to receive your 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. Bet online where the game starts. <laughs> Tiger fans, welcome to another episode of Tiger Talk with the 1400 Club. I am the Corey C. Make sure you subscribe to the podcast. We don't want you to miss an upcoming episode, so hit that notification bell. Of course, you can find us on YouTube, but also the Apple Podcast app, the Google Podcast app, Spotify, wherever you get podcasts. So follow the show and tell every Tiger that you know. And remember, when you support Tiger Talk with the 1400 Club, It all helps the cause, which is the I love, Jackson State University. And it is homecoming week, and joining me to talk about the foe, the Alabama State Hornets, a team that asked for it. Their head coach asked for this (laughs) under some different, different circumstances, but nonetheless, he asked for it, so we gave it to him. Homecoming with the Alabama State Hornets, and, of course, joining me, to talk about, it. as always, he is a familiar friend of the show, color analyst for the Hornets Network, Mr. Kamari Darrington. Welcome back to Tiger Talk with the 1400 Club.
1: Hey, always enjoy being on with you guys. You guys do a great job. So uh, always good to be with you.
0: All right. We appreciate it. And we appreciate you and your work as well. You do a great job and you're pulled in a number of different directions. I know it's not just Alabama State, so just update our audience on what all you have going on this season.
1: Well, of course, I actually had to do play-by-play two weeks ago for uh, for uh, for the live stream that had it with Alcorn State, but uh, for Alabama State. But also, I also do um, um, volleyball at Auburn Montgomery, their home games, and also I've got a couple of games in the S, uh, the Southern Intercollegiate Athletic Conference, the SIAc. Matter of fact, I'll be uh, I'll be uh, doing the game Saturday between Edward Waters and Tuskegee. And then, of course, the uh, first Saturday of November is Tuskegee at Miles, and that's going to be a, a great mm-hmm. game. Both games should be pretty good. Uh, Edward Waters, uh, of course, coming in this week is uh, pretty uh, pretty hot, three in a row, but uh, they're going to be at Tuskegee's homecoming. So uh, it's going to mm-hmm. be a interesting atmosphere uh, there, uh, standing room only, literally. And then, of course, Tuskegee and Miles is a great rivalry as well. So looking forward to both of those games, but also looking forward to uh, – catching this game as well Uh, after I get done on Saturday.
0: All right, man. Good stuff, man. Busy, busy, man. But I'm sure you wouldn't have it any other way. So again, we appreciate right. you for squeezing in a few minutes. So let's get right to it. Coach Eddie Robinson, I already mentioned him, but his second season and back in year one, he led the team to his most wins since 2015 with six wins. So what was your sense of the expectations going into this season from both the fan base and the team itself?
1: Well, I think uh, obviously, Going into this year, I think there was a lot of confidence as, uh, you know, there was a team that was coming off a six and five season. And then just looking at the, the the two games that really much, pretty much were the measuring stick games for them last year, the the game against the Florida AM where they were leading in the fourth quarter. And then of course, Florida a and made the plays in the fourth quarter win. And then the Jackson State, a game that went, you know, about two and a half quarters where Alabama State was, was hanging on. But, uh, of course, uh, the, the, the the Tigers did their thing in, in the third and the fourth quarter and pulled away. And then, of course, the fiasco after the game. But, uh, <laughs> you know, uh, but uh, I think uh, coming into the season, I think you know, the team felt like they were moving in the right direction, six and five. I mean, um, obviously, the, the last two, ga- losing the last two games left a little bit of a better taste in the mouth of the team. I think coming into this year, they felt that they could, um, they could at least compete, uh, at least compete for the Eastern Division championship. But obviously, that's out of reach now. And you know, um, I don't think people expected them to be two and three right now. I think they expected to be a little bit better record. But I mean, you look at the games that they played this year. Um, obviously, the offense has been uh, uh, has been uh, uh, fair at best. Um, and That's probably being generous. Uh, the defense is playing as well as it can at times uh, and the special teams uh depending on who's out there is uh has been a, has been an issue at times so it's been an up and down season um uh of course more down than up probably uh and they got a, a nice win of homecoming on saturday but i'm sure that didn't make a lot of people didn't make a lot of uh, fans uh uh a lot more confident but uh you know it's going to be interesting coming into this week i think the, the best game they played all year was actually on the road at Florida A&M. That was in a loss. Mm-hmm. So uh, we'll see what happens Saturday. And, of course, it's homecoming. So uh, I know Jackson State wants to put on the show and uh, see if uh, Alabama State can kind of uh, slow the show down a little bit.
0: Yep. And uh, <laughs> two and three overall this season. One and two in conference play. A win against uh, you mentioned Bethune Cookman and then the losses to Alcorn and FAMU. Now, there was the also the opening week win over Southern, but that didn't count in the SWAC standards, correct?
1: Right, that's correct. That didn't count. Right. Okay, it's but just some still incons- a huge win for Alabama State. Mm-hmm. We don't, <laughs> they don't beat Southern very often, so it was a, it was a good win. For, it was, a, I mean, you know, uh, you, you look at the serious history, it's all Southern pretty much. So, uh,
0: mm-hmm. it was
1: a good win for Alabama State just to to beat a team of that caliber and, and to beat that, that program, uh, I think it was a big win for, for Coach Robinson early on.
0: Mm-hmm. Oh, We know exactly the feeling because we played yes. them. It didn't count, but we beat them as well. <laughs> so,
1: so we right. absolutely know.
0: <laughs> but with this team been a little bit of inconsistency this season, what would you say the identity is of this team or ha- has it even really been able to establish one? Well, I think obviously this
1: is a defensive team. I mean, they mm-hmm. rely a lot on their defense um, because the defense is, is very, very good. Because Colton Adams, the reigning SWAC Player of the Week after his performance last week, uh, you know, two weeks ago against uh, Alcorn State, he had his first single-digit game, single-digit t- tackle game. You know, instead of you know games where he's been injured, uh, but he's been healthy the last couple of years, so I think he he came back and uh, looked like the, the Bubba Adams that we're, we're used mm-hmm. to seeing. Um, and, uh, and then I think, um, you know, obviously Adrian Maddox is, has emerged as a, a really good uh, player in the secondary and uh, a guy we didn't talk about at the beginning of last year, but he kind of emerged as one of, one of the best players. And, um, you know, uh, the defensive line has played well, having trouble getting to the quarterback, but they, 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 when they are able to get to the quarterback, uh, they create some, create some things. And this is a very opportunistic defense. You know, they, 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 they feed off of getting turnovers and uh and, and make and getting sacks getting stops on on fourth down so uh there's that, been a problem at times for them this year the you know, defense has been susceptible to bigger plays than maybe in the past but uh definitely this is a team that relies on this defense and then uh relies on the running game as well and um you know offensively they've had a couple of different identities um uh, mm-hmm. you know now they're going with the the two quarterback system which uh has has been effective at times and at times has made people scratch their heads so Um, You know, we'll see what happens this week. But I think um, I think coaches committed to sticking to it until it just completely uh, falls out. And uh, we'll see how that happens.
0: So talk a little bit about that quarterback situation. Very interesting to say the least, of course, Demetrius Davis and Damon Stewart. Aside from Davis being the team's second leading rusher, I think uh, I don't, it looks like neither guy seems to have really just separated himself from the other. I know you talk about you know having two quarterbacks, so is it pretty much a two quarterback system, or do you feel like he's really he's searching for that guy who can really kind of take the lead?
1: I think for right now, uh, I think he he likes what he sees from the two quarterbacks. Um, obviously, Damon's a little bit better passer. I think most people thought that he earned the starting job after his performance against. Damn you I mean, you gotta understand. Uh, you take away that pick six, had a pretty good game uh, against a, a very good defense, and so I, I think uh, people thought after that point that Damon Stewart had had earned the starting job. But I think uh, you know going, but I think you know he still has that that confidence in Demetrius Davis as a runner, and of course Davis has proven that he can make plays with his legs. And uh, maybe not as good of a throw as Damon Stewart, but maybe you have a, a separate package for each guy. So I think. You know, it's an interesting situation. I think you know, obviously, Coach Robinson has confidence in both guys. I think he's, um, I think he's very loyal to both guys, and I think he wants to to make sure that um, you know, whatever he decides to go, whichever way he decides to go, it, it gives the team the best chance to win. I mean, you look at the game against Alcorn State; uh, they ran for 250 yards with two quarterbacks, and then of course uh, with uh, Bethune Cookman. Uh, they didn't. Uh, they didn't uh, have as an effective of a game, but both guys uh, came in and, and played pretty well, save the the late turnover by Davis. So um, I think fans. I think most fans would rather see, honestly, rather see Damon Stewart as the all-time starting quarterback. But you can't. Uh, you can't. Uh, you can't deny that Davis, when he's in there and he's running the ball effectively, it does help Alabama State move the ball. So I think, like I said, I think he's going to stick with this two quarterback. Uh, flipping back and forth until someone does surge ahead. And uh, maybe in his mind, no one has done that yet. Uh, But obviously the skill set's a little bit different between both guys. Mm -hmm. But uh, I think for right now, I think he's going to stick with this until, like I said, until the wheels fall off.
0: (laughs) You know, it's Mm -hmm.
1: just one of those things that, you know, some some teams, you know, if you have two quarterbacks, you have none. Some teams, they they make it work. So I think Mm -hmm. Alabama State uh, is trying to make it work right now.
0: And then interestingly, the former Alabama State quarterback Miles Crawley, who transferred to Gremlin, he's currently second leading passer in the SWAT. So he's doing uh, I some. Think, I think most people I
1: think uh some fans think that Alabama State's starting quarterback is playing for Grambling right now. Uh, so right. you know it's, it's, the quarterback situation has been uh has been interesting. And of course, Alabama State lost a, uh, a couple of other guys as well, uh, transferring out to Corey Mary going to New Mexico.
0: Yeah. Uh, Urshot mm-hmm.
1: Davis more of a graduate transfer. Uh, he he goes to uh, goes to Troy. Urshaw was the leader of that defense, and so that kind of is fallen on top. Uh, that's kind of falling now towards quote, uh, Bob Adams. Of course, he has he has the the ability to handle that. But um, you know, I think uh, you know losing, losing a guy like Merritt, uh, not not the, the fastest guy, but uh, you know, he's a guy that, that gets the tough yardage and um, it was a really uh, really serviceable back for them. And, and then of course Miles Crowley. Uh, I, I I liked Miles Crowley. I really did. I think every time he was in there. He showed a lot of poise. He showed a lot of toughness, and um, he uh, he was very accurate with the football. And um, you know, now you know, you know, you watch you watch him play for Grambling, and it's like, you know, it's like kind of watching a um, kind of watching your, your 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 ex with the, with the new guy, and she's <laughs> she's pretty happy, right? You know, and kind of you know, kind of like, gosh, what is it? You know, mm-hmm. like, come on back, come
0: on back. Yeah.
1: But listen, I, I think um, I think the fans are. Um, you know they they they're gonna rock with the guys that they're on that are on the team. They're, you know uh, they they wish Miles well, and they'll see him in a couple of weeks, mm-hmm. so uh, they'll be reacquainted. But um, they, you know they're rocking with the guys that they've got, and and they should. You know the, mm-hmm. those those two guys have earned the right to to, to play for the starting job, and and they play, they played well at times, and at times of course they made mistakes. But hey, you know that's just that's the way it is. It's uh, you know you move on and you you go with the guys that you got.
0: Right. Yeah, I mean, definitely big losses there. You talked about Merritt, the running back, transferring to New Mexico. And I think other than the Alcorn State game, which was an overtime loss, the team right. has struggled a bit running the ball this season. There was a 14-yard rushing performance versus FAMU, 0.6 yeah. yards per carry. Uh, you know, that obviously won't get it done. So what's what's going wrong with the running game?
1: Uh, I think part of it is, you know, obviously the offensive line. The offensive line on the block, you can't run. Um, mm-hmm. And uh, I, I think also – um, when uh, when they started the, the the first game of the season against Southern, they went with a lot of this uh, direct snap. And next week when they played Miles, you know, eventually Miles, you know, caught up to that, and they didn't run the ball as well. And I, I just think it's uh, – you know, Alabama State doesn't have a featured back, and I, I think it's, it, you know, you can't get a rhythm. You know, they haven't really gotten a rhythm with one guy that says, okay – this is going to be a guy, you know, two or three series. We can go two or three straight series with this guy as a lead back. You know, kind of similar to the quarterback situation. Guys have had their moments, uh, but it just hasn't been one consistent guy that you can say, okay, this is going to be our guy when the chips are down. We're going to go with him. You know, Demetrius Davis being your 2nd leading rusher, not necessarily the best thing, mm-hmm. but, um, you know, it, it's, 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 that's the way the offense has gone this year. And uh, I think, going into this game um, and going into the rest of the season, if they can find one guy that can, you know, have that consistent uh, consistent presence uh, running the football other than Davis, I think it can make Alabama State's offense even better.
0: With that inconsistent quarterback play and then this ineffective running game, and you mentioned it, the uh, offensive line, but it's going to be easy to question that unit. So has that been a big concern? I know Robert Austin is the perennial all-swag selection. He's still there. So is that a big concern?
1: It's a concern. I think the, the guys are, are, are getting a little bit better uh, each. They're getting better each week. I think it's gonna. Uh, I think it's gonna galvanize the the guys up front to really play well. Cause, cause when you think about it, it's, the trenches is where the game is really warm. And I, I think with uh, with this offensive line, if they if they can hold, if they can. Uh, not, well, not hold for penalties, but <laughs> they can hold their blocks. Yeah, uh, if they can hold their blocks, you know, well the, the guys can make plays, and we saw that. Um, really against uh, Al- Alcorn State when when Alabama State was able to run the ball really really well in the first half. I, I think um, it, and, you know the, a lot of guys that were in there this year they didn't play a whole lot last year. You know they got a, they got some uh, got a few new pieces up front, but you know it's, it's game five. You know game it's going to be a uh, game five, game six now. So you know everybody's not new anymore. You know everybody's played a few games to get to, to get to get things right. So. Uh, we'll see. Uh, we'll, we'll see what happens this week, and uh, you know the, the challenge I think for them this week is is going to be to um, to protect whoever's throwing the ball. Mm-hmm. I think running the ball is going to be um, going to be even tougher this week against the Jackson State defense. And listen, you got to score in this league. I mean, you know, 15, 16 points a game is just not going to get it done. You're mm-hmm. going to have to stretch the field. And so I think this week for Alabama State. You know the key is is to stretch the field and 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 try to get try to make big plays on the try to make big plays in the passing game, and that's gonna um, that's gonna mean the offensive line is gonna have to protect and gonna have to hold.
0: Speaking of stretching the field and that passing game, last season Keyshawn Johnson led the team in yards, catches, and touchdown receptions, and yeah. this year looks like he's continuing that success. So talk about him, and who are some other pass catchers that we should look out for.
1: Uh, Keyshawn has been the really, you know, he missed the first four games last year, mm. and he came in and uh, really just took over that mantle. Jeremiah Hickson was the main receiver mm-hmm. going into the season, and uh the, both, uh, both were really effective. But Keyshawn Johnson really emerged as the as the number one guy, and this year he has done that as well. He only had two targets against Alcorn State, which which boggled my mind. Mm-hmm. That he only had two targets in in, in the game where he is. You know he was leading the swack in receive uh, yards per catch, and receiving yards, and all, all, all those things. So he's one of those guys that I think really um, you have to game plan for him because he he's he's the he he's the main weapon. And uh, of course last week he caught I think seven or eight balls for um, for 99 yards. So he they they got back to getting him the football. And then of course uh, Isaiah Scott he had a touchdown last week. Um, he's kind of been. You know they're kind of looking for that second guy. You know it hasn't really materialized yet. I think Isaiah Scott is going to be uh, is going to be that guy. Um, And then of course you've got uh, the the tight ends. I mean, have not used the tight ends effectively really last few years. uh, A.J. Lewis has finally caught a couple of passes. Uh, Jace Medlock, you know these, these these are big six three six four guys that are really big targets and. Um, they have not really been able to uh, to get going, getting those guys the football. A lot of uh, what Alabama State is doing is, you know, throwing the ball out to you know Johnson, seeing if he can make a make a guy miss, and then you know kind of keep doing that, and then going over the top with them. You know, so so somebody's going to have to step in and uh, really uh, really take that second role to take some pressure off of Johnson because you know as the season goes along and people keep seeing how good Johnson is, and Johnson's really really good. They're gonna to start to kind of shade some other guys over to him, so we gotta have uh, Isaiah Scott, a uh, Tyree Saunders, you know, just a couple of those guys, and even our tight ends, and even our running backs out of the backfield. I think Dron Howe is a really good pass catcher out of the backfield. Uh, Jalen Sultan has been uh, really effective out of the backfield as well, and so to get these running backs in in the passing game too could be effective as well.
0: Right, and you talk about the offense needing to step it up a notch in order you know, for this team to be successful. Right. But the saving grace has been defensively. Yes, uh, Alabama but... State is ranked third in the SWAC, only giving mm-hmm. up 18 points a game and 304 yards. And so far, it's held every opponent to 24 points or under. So I know you talked about it earlier, but more specifically, what's kind of been working for this unit defensively?
1: Well, they they, they have guys that know how to get to the ball, They're starting with, with Colton Bubba Adams. I mean, the guy just... Just knows where the football is every all the time. He's always around the ball, and then also up front, Stefan Young' role has really uh, become a really uh, big force on the defensive end. Uh, is really a uh, and Trayvon Thomas as well coming off the edge is really the two ends have really emerged and really have changed games as well with with their play. And I think it's 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 helped the linebackers and and the, in, the, in the in the back five back back seven if you will. Um, really, uh, really, um, uh, defend well, uh, and, and, and cover well also. And, uh, of course, Adrian Maddox who emerged mm-hmm. at, at the beginning of last season, um, uh, again, secondaries played well. Uh, you got Kale Jackson, Jr. James Burgess had a huge game against all state. He had a, uh, uh interception had almost had an, almost had two picks. He had one and also a, a turned of uh, a block kit for a touchdown. And, uh, I really, I think that really uh, raised his confidence as well. Uh, he was, he did a very, very good job against all corners receivers in the second half and in that overtime session. So he was, he was a very vital in, in keeping Alabama state in that football game. So I think the, the back seven has, uh, has, has played well, but it's been the front four, especially those two ends that have really emerged and um, has uh, made Alabama state's defense as tough as it's been the last few years, maybe not as uh, um, not as opportunistic as they've been in the past, not rating a lot of turnovers this year, but just a solid defense that they can get off the field on third down, and they they have a, they have a knack of making big plays when they need them.
0: So if and I know you're not Coach Eddie Robinson, but I know you, you talk to him and you hear him in the press conferences, what would you say he's talking about and telling his team is the key to victory? If they were are they're able to leave Jackson with the win on Saturday, they did X, Y, and Z.
1: Well first of all they cannot make mistakes. This is not a team that this is not a team that can overcome mistakes. So they got to they've got to limit those. And they've got to take advantage of opportunities that they do get because they're not going to get a lot of them. And when you do get those opportunities you have to take take advantage of them. And then uh, of course uh, and especially on the offensive side of the ball, the offense is not the offense cannot overcome mistakes. And when they're playing well they're playing mistake-free football. They're moving the ball five, six yards a play. And, you know, they're not committing, you know, silly pre-snap or, or during-play penalty. Defensively, the key is to keep keep guys in front of them. Mm-hmm. Keep everybody in front of them. Don't let it get anybody over the top. And uh, they've been able to do that for the most part this year. Uh, that's been the key. Special teams, um, you know, uh, Jaden John got a uh, was a special teams player of the week. He had two field goals last week. Um, you know, the confidence, his confidence, um, and, and and you know, if they get if they can't get the ball in the end zone, they're gonna have to score field goals. And he's been shaky at times. Last week played, uh, did, did, of course, did a lot better, but of course, missed the field, missed the field goal, uh, in overtime. That that uh ended up being the difference in in the in the all corn state one wasn't all his wasn't all on him, but you know, mm-hmm. obviously, when you're a kicker, you know, you got one job, you got to kick it to the upright. Uh-huh. So. I think his, I think you know his performance last week, and the fact that coach keeps sending him out there, I think mm. you know, you know he he has to keep continue to build his confidence because he's gonna need him. I think he this this week he's really gonna need him uh, to 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 knock a field goals through. They can't get in the end zone, but but the key, I, and I, I keep saying, I say it all the time on, on on radio or whether it's uh, you know the, the stream the Horn Sports Network, you've got to score at least twenty eight to thirty points to, a game to have a shot. Mm-hmm. You, you cannot, you cannot kick five field goals in the game and think you're going to win. And uh, the most Alabama State has scored this year is, is 20 points. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's just, that's just not, you know, against the Florida AM, and m you know, they, 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 they held them to 23, but still, mm-hmm. you know, their highest toll has been 20, you know, against the Jackson state, you know, their explosive offense against a, a FAMU against a Southern, you know. Normally 20 points is not going to get the job done. So they're mm-hmm. going to have to find a way to create opportunities for themselves, create short fields for themselves. And then when they do get those short fields, and they had a couple of short fields against All State,
0: mm-hmm.
1: where you know the game could have been, you know, uh instead of thirteen to ten at halftime, they, they had a wide open Johnson was wide open the end zone and Stewart missed him by like thirty yards. <laughs> he threw he threw the ball so far, he threw the ball so far he was throwing it to one of the the, the cheerleaders. But um, you know those those little things right there that may not show up in a box score, but they they, uh, they 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 become glaring when you when you look back at the games and you watch them. You say, man, you know they're they're, they're good they're good enough to win games. They play they play well enough to win the games that they're in. Mm-hmm. But if they want to get to the next level, they're gonna have to they're gonna have to play mistake free football. I'm not not saying no, not get any penalties. You're gonna get penalties in the game but to limit the mistakes and to limit the, the self-inflicted wounds. And, and that's what a lot of it has been for Alabama State the last few years has been self-inflicted stuff they've done. So, well, uh, so, like I said, the best game they played this year has been on the road, really, mm-hmm. uh, against, uh, against Florida A&M. So maybe they can bring that uh, to Jackson on Saturday.
0: All right, well, we are looking forward to it again, homecoming. So it will be a packed house. We know uh, the Jackson State crowd will be there. And Alabama State yeah. likes to travel as well. So we expect a great atmosphere, beautiful football weather. So yes. obviously we want everyone to come out. It will be a game that's televised on ESPN+. Plus, but if you're within driving this, if you can catch a flight, make sure you be there because it should be a go.
1: It should be a great game. Obviously, all the stuff that happened last year, I think, is one on the bridge. I'm sure the fans still remember it. Uh-huh. The fans probably still remember it. But I think, you know, you got you got, you know, it's not coach prime coaching is T C Taylor, and he's done a great job, obviously. But uh, you know, and I think Alabama State, you know, they're gonna they're gonna play like a desperate team on Saturday. Mm-hmm. I just I just feel that they 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 need this win. Um even though you know the swag the, the division title might not be in reach but there's still a lot of games left Mm-hmm. and uh they want to get the five they want to uh, get another winning season this is a the game they've got to have i think just for a psychological e- edge for them uh, they need to get this win on saturday and uh, obviously jackson state uh playing at home homecoming uh you know your 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 uh your your place is going to be packed and so they're going to want to try to put on a show against alabama state's defense and um we'll see what happens uh, looking forward to seeing it uh Hopefully, uh, um, for my from my side, hopefully play <laughs> uh, can play well and, and give themselves a chance to win, and that's all that, that they can do is give themselves a chance to win. And then, of course, for Jackson State, I, I know that uh, you, you you got some things planned in store uh, if um, if you are able to uh, come through and get the win. So, uh, should be a great game. Should be a great atmosphere, and uh, should be uh, two good teams going at it.
0: Absolutely. All right, Kamari, as usual, we appreciate it. This is becoming an annual thing for us. So we yeah. always look forward to hearing from you. So keep up the great work, man, and we'll catch you next time. Same to you guys. Thank you so much for having me. Tiger Talk with the 1400 Club is presented by Bet Online.